0: What's up, everybody? This is Joey C. What's up, everybody? This is Joey C. With the Brutally Sober Podcast. Coming at you with my buddy, Bobby C. On the West Coast. What's up, Bobby C.? It's been a couple weeks... Hey,
1: Joey C. Joey C., hello, hello.
0: It's been a couple weeks since we've seen you here over at the uh, Alcoholics Anonymous Deprogramming Podcast. Uh, But hopefully, you've been being entertained by Bobby C. over here on his anonymous addiction youtube channel which i am a recurring guest on so don't forget to check that out um today i don't remember what the last thing we talked about on this podcast was i don't know if we promised our listeners that we were going to do a certain subject or not but at this point i've already forgotten about it so i've decided to talk about something different and um before I tell you guys what it is, I want you to know that this is something that took me 20 years of research and development to figure out, and I finally come to a conclusion where my data is no longer a theory, it's fact, okay? So I brought this little pointer to help me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah show you what's going on. So if you can't read this, I'll tell you what it says. This is confidence, okay? Ah. This arrow indicates your increase in confidence, all right? This is your alcohol consumption. This arrow indicates decrease in alcohol consumption. Confidence goes up when your alcohol consumption goes down. Now, many people are out there, they're still researching this, okay? And they think that your confidence goes up when your alcohol consumption goes up. That's false. That's beautiful charts, beautiful charting. You see where this pointer is? It's on the false. That's That's right. A lot of people are still doing research on this subject. Now, it took me, I'm 40 years old. It took me half my life to come to the the data that we see here. Confidence up, alcohol consumption down. My alcohol consumption is 0%. So you can imagine where my confidence level is at 100%, especially when I need it. I've been going through some uh, employment changes in this past week or so. And um, there was a couple of stressful times because I maybe didn't know what I was gonna do. I, I'll tell you what happened. I, 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 quit one drop, I quit one job, committed to another job. That job fell through. Then I went and got another job all in, in one week. So there could have been a lot of nerves and anxiety um, for that kind of situation for me. And uh, there was uh, a little bit, but nothing that consumed me enough to uh, think about a drink or or take a drink. So I just wanted to share with, with Bobby and everyone else that what I've realized is as long as I don't drink, I have the freedom to make decisions that aren't, that don't seem as risky to me as when I was drinking. For instance, I could, I, I decided to leave a job and go find another job. And I knew that when I was saying I was going to be interviewed, when I go into an interview, I'm I'm really not nervous, because I don't have alcohol on my breath. I'm not shaky. I'm not shaky from the night before. Um, I'm confident. Um, when I'm talking to people in general, there's no ulterior motives. Say somebody asks me, uh, invites me somewhere, and it's going to interfere with my drinking schedule. And I would have to drive to the destination. Now I have to lie to them and tell them why I can't go because I wanna stay home and drink. There's none of that. So there's no hiding anything. There's no lying. It's just all honest conversations. So that's really um, empowering and it's really freeing. And I've been able to get to a place where I can have uncomfortable conversations with people and not, you know, have that with like big physical reactions in my body because I'm nervous. All the alcohol is out of my system. Um, all the times that I've made complete asses out of myself was while I was drinking. I, I, if I make an ass out of myself while I'm not drinking, then maybe that'll happen. I'm sure it's happened plenty of times in the past two years, but um those are all learning experiences. For example, I, I told um, my boss that I was leaving and he didn't take it well. Um, and it wasn't the best interaction. He didn't respond the way I wanted him to respond. And then when he didn't respond the way I wanted him to respond, my plan went off track. So I responded a little bit differently, but I did the best I could. I was honest. And when I left the conversation, that's when it, I could either turn it into, oh shit, that didn't go how I wanted. I really, you know, want to go to liquor store right now, then it'll help me feel better about the whole situation. Or I can stick with the memory that I have of the uncomfortableness of it, and and learn from it, and take points from it, where maybe I said the wrong thing, or my my um, my body movements were maybe whatever whatever I did was wrong was wrong, or maybe I, that I could perceive that maybe he took the wrong way. Um, I, I I could take that as a learning experience. Because sometimes I can sound like a fucking asshole and not even realize it. So this one situation with this guy, I think I sounded like a complete asshole, maybe because I was overconfident and it took him, um, kind of took him aback because he wasn't expecting it. So maybe I was too, too confident. Um, so these are all learning experiences any, anytime where you come away from a, an uncomfortable conversation or situation or whatever and you're like oh shit I should have done that differently don't worry about it take it as a learning experience because if you keep worrying about it you can't change it it's already done but if you take it as a learning experience like oh and you're like oh maybe I can do this differently next time well then you're you're prepared for the next time something that happens so what I wanted to, highlight today was just the fact that I can do things and have freedom and have this confidence because I know I'm not drinking today. I know alcohol is out of my life. It's just a brand new confidence that you that you have with just basic interactions with people, stressful situations uh, when just life happens stressful shit happens um, it's just a it's just a freeing thing to be able to be confident and just do just a solid you just you're just a, a solid guy i have i have plenty of weaknesses but um, i deal with them and i learn from them so that's my confidence data analysis chart. Right there. Okay. That's 20 years of research. All right. Took me half my life to figure that out. That If I stop drinking, <whistles> confidence goes through the roof. It's very simple. It might not be easy to do at first, but once you get through it, it becomes, everything becomes easier. Everything becomes easier. So back to you, Bobby C. I'm sweating over here.
1: Yeah, great charting. Uh, uh, Well, that was, you know, that was a lot of work, doing all that charting work and going up and down and putting that pointer and everything. I mean, that's-
0: I get the pointer and everything, I'm working up a sweat.
1: I know, you could have used the laser, but you went with the pointer. it's you know that's that's the whole thing
0: i'm old school hey
1: look we don't have to be brain surgeons and scientific uh um, yeah i mean this is this is old school stuff this is like kind of simplistic uh charting uh everybody wants to make all this stuff so complicated you know this is alcoholics anonymous deprogramming podcast so you know bobby's going to talk about some deprogramming stuff as far as look I, i didn't hear joe mention any steps you know, what step he was on. I didn't, I didn't hear Joe say that he was just at a meeting yesterday. I didn't hear Joe say he called his sponsor yesterday to pass all this by him. How in the hell does all this stuff happen when you're not going to step meetings and you're not into the steps and you don't have a sponsor and you don't have this God, you know, because God's mentioned six times in these, these 12 steps how how are you doing without without all that what would you tell the viewer that's listening that feels that they have to do all these things that alcoholics anonymous is telling them to do and if they don't they're not going to get to this uh rise in the arrow of confident you know confident arrow going up what would you say to them i mean how how are you, you do i mean you you're going on. Uh, we don't we don't count time here, but Joey's going to be celebrating two years pretty soon. And I don't know. He didn't he didn't go to. Uh, how many meetings did you go to in the last year?
0: The last year was probably. Two meetings.
1: Two meetings. Well, how in the hell are you still sober and you're not in jail or institution or dead? <laughs> I don't get it.
0: I don't what know. We- I guess I'm lucky. But to. uh answer your question a little bit i would like to refer to the smart recovery handbook okay um these are a couple things that i highlighted and they kind of answer your question how do I, do I happen
1: to have mine here too
0: there you go how how is anyone able to do this without 12 steps and sponsor and all this and that Now, what I'm about to read could really come from anywhere.
1: Anywhere, right.
0: Um, It just so happens to be I'm reading it from the Smart Recovery book. Right. So it says abstinence without recovery doesn't provide people with the tools and information they need to fill the addictive behavioral void, which is why lapses and relapses are more common than in abstinence with recovery. So I'm abstinent, but I also have some form of recovery that just doesn't happen to be AA a hundred percent. Recovery
1: re- from what? Recovery from what?
0: Recovery from my addiction to alcohol.
1: Are you, do you consider yourself recovered from your alcohol addiction though? Your alcohol habit?
0: E- yeah, I suppose I am recovered so long as I don't, pick up a drink again because so so if i was to say that
1: it sounds like maybe we're in recovery from life and what we didn't know about life so we're recovering new things like uncovering recovering and discovering new things about ourselves would would you tend to agree with that
0: yeah i agree with that also yeah definitely
1: So ladies and gentlemen, when we're talking about recovery, it doesn't have to be addiction, drugs or alcohol. It's really like about situations that we're dealing with in life, right? Right. So getting back with the smart, go ahead, Joe, said.
0: So it goes on to say recovery is about learning to replace unhealthy behaviors with healthier behaviors. For instance, me and Bobby C, meeting up every hour a week, hour sometimes every two weeks whatever that is one change for me that is uh is healthy for me it's good for me i would not be doing this if i was still drinking this is one part of my whole program that i do that is a healthy behavior that replaces an unhealthy behavior i'm gonna read two more things from here if you have ever thought i'm um, I'm a hopeless addict with a disease that I will never beat. I have no choice but to fight this forever, or I have no choice but to keep using. Try changing your thoughts to, I used to have an addictive behavior, but I choose not to act that way anymore. Those words may help you feel more confident, especially in the beginning of your recovery. Now, if somebody told me that, I'd say, That's the most simplistic bullshit I've ever heard in my life. It's not that fucking easy. I don't really care. My hangovers are horrible. But the second I get that alcohol in me, it's all fucking worth it. I don't give a shit. Okay. But this means something to me now. Okay. I used to have an addictive behavior, but I choose not to act that way anymore. That's just a little seed I want to plant in somebody's mind that may not consider it useful information right now, but maybe we'll consider it useful information in the future. I'm just going to finish this. take me two seconds. If you can I feel can that, that you will triumph over your unwanted behavior, then it's likely you will. If you can feel that you will triumph over your unwanted behavior, then it's unlikely you will. If one of smarts, tools, strategies, or exercises doesn't work for you, try a different one until you find what makes you successful. Recovery is possible, urges fade away, abstinence gets easier, your addictive behavior becomes a thing of your past. You find meaning and enjoyment in your new life. If you can feel that you will triumph over your unwanted behavior, then it's likely you will. i made a decision Okay. I made a decision and I believe that I can triumph over my unwanted behavior. So <clears throat> those things that I read help me to stay sober and just so happens that I'm not 100% in AA, and I'm not in a jail, and I'm not in an institution, and I don't have to call my sponsor um, while I'm on my lunch break asking them if I should put mustard on my hot dog or ketchup on my hot dog, and it has nothing to do with uh, 12 Steps, and it's it's my program. Um, also, I didn't want this to go into a whole smart program thing today but i i am enjoying this this book a lot of what it says because it says it, it kind of encourages you to do more than just smart recovery it says if 12 steps help you you know do that but also it says specifically do whatever recovery program works for you because there's not one recovery program that works for everyone it specifically says that so Again, integrating everything for me is how I get through difficult situations and stay sober without um, necessarily a higher power. I have a higher power. I was thinking about it last night. I just call my higher power something. That's what it is. What's your higher power? It's something. I don't know what it is, but it's something. And I don't even want to call it a higher power. But, um, again, I don't, I'm not a hundred percent in AA. I'm not hundred percent in Dharma recovery. I'm not a hundred percent in smart recovery. I've said this before a hundred times, but that is, um, how I get through and not end up in jails, institutions, or die. Like AA says you're going to do.
1: Right. So, you know, like, you know, I've been saying for a long time in my podcast and my anonymous addiction, my truth about is Bobby CC's, it is all about creating our own program. I mean, Joey and I started this because of that philosophy that I have that we take a little bit of this, take a little bit of that, uh, integrate it into our own consciousness and develop our own way through this thing called life. Challenging because we all we all know that look really getting a clean and they call it clean and sober but quitting a, a an addictive uh, habitual problematic behavior is really not difficult it's it's easy it's easy sobriety it's easy sobriety really the the problem is after we stop these behaviors is to not go back and how do we do that or why do we go back? It's because of these life challenges that, that we need to overcome, which probably I didn't have, I know I didn't have the tools and the strategies and the things to help raise the confidence level also. You know, I mean I could I see people in and have no confidence. They still don't have any confidence. And Joey, you you said it. You said it when you were reading that the thing out of SMART, and you could have been reading that out of anything, you know. But you you were reading it, and it has to do with the thinking. Okay, so it has to do with our thinking. So REBT, or uh, Rational Emotive Behavioral Therapy, is about our emotions our feelings, our thinking. Uh, it has to do with the, 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 the psyche of the body inside, you know? And um, I think when you read that, that's, that's what you're talking about. And you, because of your confidence is up, I, I think, I, I tend, I could be wrong, but I would tend to think that your confidence is up because of these things that you're doing today. Like, let me uh, get rid of this phone because of the, because of the things that you're doing, podcasting, staying positive, reading a little bit, it is taking a little bit of that. I know you've been researching things and you've gone to a meeting or two, right? But you're doing, you're doing these uh, podcasts to help boost your confidence level. So I, I, I tend to not think that if, you know, people just stop drinking, their confidence is going to go up. That's just my take. I could be totally wrong. But I said, you know, I went to a lot of meetings for a lot of years. And uh, even me, I mean, I used to, I used to not get what I needed in a meeting. You know, I thought I did, I was getting this like quick fix. You know, I'd run to a meeting, I'd have a situation with my wife, my kids, my grandkids or something, or I'd have a situation in life with work or some um, and I would run to a meeting and I would get this like instant gratification fix which actually they talk about the problem of immediate gratification in the smart book on page six actually it talks about the problem of and I'm just going to this I mean it talks about immediate gratification in all different books you know Joey and I aren't promoting smart recovery. We're just using that, some of the tools in smart recovery to help us. But I would run to a meeting to get this fixed. And they were always tell me the fixes in the 12 steps and God, you know, higher power. When they say higher power, they mean God. When they say God, they, they mean AA, you know? So I was always trying to get this fixed in AA. And I'd leave the rooms and I'd come back and I'd do the same shit over you know, uh, and it wasn't, uh, it really wasn't working. Luckily, I always went outside the box and got other little things like Joey's doing now. So Joey and uh, millions of other people are going outside the box and they're getting this thing earlier. They're, They're getting it quicker. It's easier because of, the things that they're grabbing and putting into their toolbox. And I think they're achieving um, a more awareness, you know, they're thinking, questioning, becoming aware, observing and becoming aware quicker, which is a great, great thing. Back to you, Joe.
0: Yeah, I can, uh, I can, I'm, I'm very thankful right now that I can remember how uncomfortable I was when I still, had like alcohol in my system from the day before and I had to interact with somebody and it was just nothing but anxiety because I'm trying to not breathe out while I'm talking to them I'm hoping they don't smell alcohol coming out of my pores hope I'm hoping that they don't like see my bloodshot eyes um I'm hoping that they just don't see that I have um general anxiety while I'm trying to listen to what they're saying and um so um, I'm lucky that I can remember that pretty good because um, I'll turn this into a, a little AA meeting right now and I'll say something that I heard in an AA meeting. A woman said, I don't wanna have to, I don't wanna pick up again because I don't wanna have to get sober again. I don't want to have to get sober again because all that alcohol is out of my system. I haven't had alcohol in my system for two years. And when that alcohol is in your system, you just, you got nothing but anxiety and just waiting for the next time you're able to get more. So the, my body doesn't have that. It's not craving it, Um, and once that, once that, all that alcohol got out of my system and I was able to tend to the obsessions in my mind, it brought me to a place where I am now, where I still have obsessions in my mind, but I have tools now that I've picked up along the way to help me with those obsessions, thoughts, or fantasies, or whatever you want to call them, or urges, or whatever, but um, for me, just be, just simply not having the alcohol and the physical urge, the physical withdrawal, gives me um, a whole new confidence just just the physical part just having a, a conversation with someone and I don't have to worry about any of that bullshit about being hung over or anything like that. That is just total game changer right there. Um for me that is a it was that was just a that was just an amazing feeling. Then obviously yeah you gotta get over you got to do work on yourself with the the mental obsession bullshit. But for me, that physical addiction part, once that's once that's gone, that's a that's a huge step forward. So to go back to that, I don't want to start over again. I don't want to detox from alcohol again. That's too much fucking work. I said last time I didn't want to drink again because drinking was A lot of work but so is getting sober detoxing that whole fucking transition period sucks i don't want to deal with that shit again alcohol is out of my system now i just have to work on up here
1: yeah what can i say about that that's uh you know that's so true for the person that's listening for the people that are listening hopefully there's somebody listening somebody will listen somebody will tune in um, look, this podcast isn't about the programming members. It's not about bad members, where you're at, where you're getting, uh, you know, clean and sober. Uh, we're trying to help people just think outside the box a little bit. If you, if you love where you're at, you know, stay there. Uh, if you're new, just coming in, you're being sent, you don't, you don't, you don't want it but you know, maybe you need it. Your parents may be sending you to a a detox, then you're going to go to a rehab. You really don't want this yet, you know? Uh, We're talking to you also, you know, because we all needed it at some time and then the need became a a want. So we're not uh, talking to people that just want it. Uh, We're talking to people that possibly need it too. And look, we're we're not... Joey and I are abstinence we believe in abstinence from alcohol that's just our deal me I don't believe I'm powerless over alcohol I walk through bars and liquor liquor don't call me uh, you know it, it's, it's up here Joey said it. it's all up in the thinking so we're talking about people that uh, don't even want it they just maybe need it and the people I'm talking to people that don't even you know I was I don't want to even go into my, I don't talk about my family situation. I don't want like to talk about family, but uh, that's personal. And I don't do that on podcasts, but the younger generation, I'm talking to 12 year olds, 14 year olds, 15, 17, 18, 19. This, this smart recovery program and harm reduction Possibly can show somebody how to moderate or observe uh, the behaviors that, that are creating some problematic uh, things in their lives today, maybe due to the drug or the alcohol. We're, we're, because when Joey describes that he don't want to go through that again, you know, maybe you, you don't know what he's talking about right now. Uh, but you may get to a point where you can understand what we're saying about these things, because it's all cause and effect. You know, take, take a look. I'm talking to, to the young people. Now, take a look at your behavior with the cause and effect. It's like, take a look at ourselves. What are we doing? How are we responsible for the actions around us? Uh, what are we doing? Cause and effect. What are we doing to cause us some effect to our family members or our bodies or ourselves. Just take a look at it. You know, uh, there's, there's books that say smoke while you're reading this book and maybe you'll stop smoking. That's what we're saying here. Take a look at this podcast and just listen. We're not look, if you don't want to quit right now, or you don't want to ever quit, just take a lit. just take a listen, just listen up. You know, we're just putting out some ideas for the next generation to, bypass these things because maybe you know a lot of people don't believe in the higher power they don't believe in god uh maybe they are spiritual but they don't like to be sent to alcoholics anonymous because they believe it's antiquated it's 86 years old and the methods are kind of you know old and the trend goes to more temperance uh it's a temperance movement still so we're just putting out some information for for people to take a look at a lot of different things. Hopefully somebody will, you know, listen to our podcast. Joey's going to label this or name this something pretty cool, you know, about the confidence level and the booze, you know, it, you, you drop your consumption the cause and effect. I believe definitely, if you got, if it's problematic drinking, you drop your booze consumption or your drug consumption, your cause and effects going to go down, okay? It, it's going to go down, in the sense that it's not going to be problematic and hurtful and unhappy with drama and crises, you know, I feel. So we're trying to eliminate a lot of that stuff too. Joey and I believe in abstinence. And if you believe in moderation or if you believe in still drinking and drugging and you enjoy it and it's really not problematic, go to it you know, we're not trying to uh, stop anybody, we're not, this isn't a temperance movement, Alcoholics Anonymous is a temperance movement, and uh, so I, smart recovery is probably temperance movement in itself too, but we're saying check uh, check a lot of different things out, so back to you, Joey.
0: Yeah, I can, I can remember uh, being shit-faced in the car, and my wife is driving, we're driving back to our apartment, or whatever it was at the time, and we were just, uh, we hadn't been together for a, a long time, but I was shit-faced and she knew I was shit-faced and I turned to her and I said, just so you know, I'm not, I'm never going to change. I'm always going to be this way. And I never thought I was going to change. I never had any desire to change. I pretty much always knew that I, I drank a lot and that's just who I was and that's what I wanted or needed or, or whatever. And I didn't really care if it wasn't socially acceptable this is what i this is what i did um if i wanted to drink in the morning i would drink in the morning just because you think just because you fucking think it's not appropriate to drink in the morning guess what i don't fucking give a shit i feel like having a couple beers in the morning all right that's your fucking opinion i don't really care so my point is to any viewer that is watching and listening to us, I can appreciate that their perception might be, well, I'm just, I'm just going to keep on drinking. This is just how it is. This is just who I am. This is just... It's easier for me to just keep drinking than it is to completely change my life and turn it around and uh, because i don't know how i'm gonna do it i don't know i have the desire i'm i it's just easier for me to keep drinking well i was i was in that same boat and i'm a hard-headed motherfucker okay i didn't have any desire to to stop drinking right now i'm not drinking and now if you have a little desire to try and stop drinking for just a couple days and acknowledge, or maybe even a week and acknowledge how much better you feel, maybe you can just get a glimpse of, of something that I feel. Because every single day for the past two years, when I, woke, when I wake up and open up my eyes, My immediate reaction to life is not fuck. Okay. It's not fuck and it's not fear and it's not anxiety and it's not dread for the day. It's I'm not hung over. I'm not hung over. It actually never gets old. Waking up not hung over doesn't fucking get old. I am still amazed every morning when I wake up that I'm not hungover because I was so used to it for 20 years open up your eyes fucking hungover feel like shit open up your eyes fuck I did it again open up your eyes anxiety I gotta go get more beer okay so if you try that out and you could see the difference in how you feel then you can get a little glimpse of maybe what I'm talking about because I can understand someone listening to us, um, believing what we're saying, but not having any desire to maybe go ahead and, and do something to change. I can appreciate where they're coming from because I was, I, I never wanted to change.
1: Let me stop you right there, Joey. You know what? That's a great that was that was perfect because i can relate to that 100% and let me feed that back to the to the viewers okay what joey just said i don't have to you don't have, i don't have to interpret that for you because you can you got that i mean you can feel that here here yeah, here, yeah here's the message i i was a, at a point in my life where i could not imagine quitting drinking and drugging i could Im- I thought everybody else that wasn't drinking and drugging, they they were fucked up. They were, they were stupid. Who wants to be a teetotaler? Are you kidding me? They're missing out on life. So I can relate to the young person that still wants to, or the old person, young person, or the other person that still wants to drink and they're partying and they're never going to let go. And right now I'm not, you're not telling me what to do. I love it. I enjoy it because Joey just shared all that. So we're talking talking to them now look joey was at that stage i was at that stage we went from that stage to knowing we needed it stage and then from knowing we needed it stage because of cause and effect to getting to stopping because the consequences of our behaviors were getting greater okay each phase We didn't want to stop, we know we needed to stop, and then we had to stop, or wanted to stop. Okay, so we want, now, needed, wanted. And if you look up the desire in the dictionary, desire means wanting. It actually says craving. So you can have a desire in the beginning when you don't want anything or need anything, think you need anything. I have a desire to drink. I want to drink, to I have a desire thinking that I may need something, to I have a desire and a craving to not use, not drink. So yes, me and Joey are living examples of that transition or that spiral, you know, and you may not want to ever quit drinking. I had a friend that never quit drinking, and he lived it before a year before he, he died and he didn't die of alcoholism could have been but you know uh, I went to a wedding with him and we had a great great time and me and my wife and his wife uh we grew up together you know drinking and stuff like that and he continued drinking for years but he he lived a uh, good life so there's people that never will quit drinking or drugging and that's up to you, you know, there's people that need it and know they need it, that may not get help or wanna get help. And then there's people that need it will, will get help and want it. And then there's people, millions of us that continue to want it, you know? And today it's I have nothing, it has nothing to do with drinking and drugging today. My life has nothing, absolutely nothing to do it. I don't drink or drug today. I don't want to, I don't have a desire to. I don't have a need to, I don't have a craving, triggers, nothing can trigger me to uh, drink, you know, triggers or cravings or urges. I don't, I don't have any of those because I don't, I don't, I choose not to. My conscious awareness is so expanded and so great. It would be like me grabbing a bottle of Clorox. This is me, not you. You can, you can moderate, you can do whatever, but I'm just saying it's like, Grabbing a bottle of Clorox and saying, oh, this triggers me and I got a craving. Now I have an urge and I'll pick up the Clorox and I'll drink a bottle of Clorox. I mean, that's how that's how drinking and drugging is to me today. You know, Uh, I I don't I don't have any desire to do it. It's like I don't have any desire to go rob a bank or or do any really stupid, crazy shit. You know what I mean? I, I equate it like that. You know, an old sponsor told me years ago, this is for me, not for you that's moderating and can do it, not for you that, that doesn't believe in abstinence. He told me, put the crossbones on the booze, you know, and that's what I did. Years and years and years ago, an old, uh, an old, an old guy, I loved him, his name was Bricklayer Al, and he told me, put the crossbones on it and, uh, you know, make it easy keep it simple that's for me and joey
0: bricklayer al sounds like a bad motherfucker
1: well he was a bricklayer he was an old uh from the other country came over here yeah bricklayer al we've got all kinds of names how do you think bobby c came about you know everybody's got to be uh having this these type of names joey c you know what i mean you go in a meeting Look, I'm not raising my hand anymore and saying that my name is Bobby C and I'm an alcoholic. That's for sure. I'm not doing that shit anymore.
0: Well, the the difference between me and and anyone who's listening and who's still drinking and like you might I used to I used to like to get fucked up and watch like intervention on A and, and get fucked up and and I would get fucked up and go online and look at shit about you know, the problem drinking and and stuff like that. Um, If anyone's listening and if, if you're fucked up or you're trying to not get fucked up or, or whatever, I we're I'm the same fucking person you are, except I just used to do that. And now I don't anymore. Well, I mean, we're the same fucking, we're the same fucking people, except I just don't drink anymore. That's it. You know what I mean? So, I don't know what do you think Bobby see I, I you got any more to you got any No, no
1: that's we uh, we we did a we did a nice thing with the chart you know you decrease your alcohol you're probably going to decrease most likely you're going to decrease your cause and effect and the problems that are going to happen in your life and like joey said your confidence level right off the bat is going to improve because you're doing something to improve your health you know there's the chart remember it increased consumption. It took him 20 years to develop this. Yeah. Okay. This is scientifically proven. So if you believe in science, here it is. The and real, don't forget yeah. to subscribe. Yeah, that's it. That's the real deal. Don't forget to subscribe to our uh, channel, Alcoholics Anonymous Deep Programming Podcast and check us out. Joey's uh, he's a recurring guest on the other channel. He could come on anytime he wants. We're going to be doing a podcast together soon, one uh, anonymous addiction uh, podcast on YouTube. Check out uh, anonymous addiction uh, at My Truth About AA on Facebook. Facebook is is holding my membership. It will not increase my members. It ke- loves to keep me at a thousand point one. It won't, and and I keep on getting members, and the and the count won't go up. They have this uh, algorithm or whatever they call it. They, they don't like a lot of uh, different speeches against a lot of different things. They control us. Facebook is controlling us and uh, Instagram is owned by Facebook. So that's going to, you know, they'll, they'll control us in any, any way to get the message out, but they're not going to stop us. We're going to keep on sharing. So check us out on both, both places. The next podcast on Anonymous Addiction, I'm going to be talking about the Catholic Church, Alcoholics Anonymous, and Matt Talbot, and how they all connect, you know. And, and Joey and I are going to get together on the, this deep programming podcast uh, maybe in the next couple of weeks. And we're going to do the part three. We're connecting the dots and follow the money because we left off at a certain spot. So we're going to continue with that, connect the dots, follow the money. We've got a lot more to tell you about a lot of different things. It's your choice. We believe in the power of choice. You know, Uh, I believe freedom without labels and I believe anonymous. I'm not anonymous. Joey's not anonymous. Eventually we believe in anonymity for everybody else because I I would not give anybody else's anonymity away. I, I fully believe that. But for me, I don't need to be anonymous anymore because I'm not hiding from anything. I had an alcohol Problematic problem. I was a that was a big habit for me. Today I don't. No big deal. Uh, I think the I'll talk about the recovery trap, the recovery prison, and a lot of other podcasts. But uh, I'm so glad to hook up with Joey because this is part of my life journey. This is this is part of it. Okay, that Joey's been a big help to me. uh, Without connecting, you know, especially during this this uh, pandemic thing, you know, this isolation shit, these podcasts gave me a whole nother, uh, it revitalized me. It gave me, I was like, gave me energy, some more enthusiasm. It, it, it helped me with my purpose because I was, I had all this shit in my brain, all this stuff in my body. That's no good. You know, people have to speak out, you know, speak out on subjects that, that they have uh, some care about and, they want to pass on to other people, so you know wherever there there's adversity, there's a seed of equivalent benefit. And through this adversity that I've been through uh, in the last, it's going to be going two years. You believe it in January with this shit, and uh, it's I, I've been making good out of it. You know, so me and Joey connected, and a couple other people connected. But Joey's helped me. He's my buddy. He's my partner, and uh, and we're going to be. Hopefully doing this for a while, you know? And if we don't, no big deal. Back to you, Joey.
0: Thanks, Bobby C. You've been helping me out a lot too. That goes without saying. And uh don't forget everybody to uh check me out on Brutally Sober Podcast on Anchor or Spotify. They're all old episodes, but you'll get a new one that, uh sooner or later. Uh Twitter, uh BrutSob, Instagram at BrutSob. And stay tuned for our next episode because you never know what kind of charts or pie graphs I might come up with next. That's right. That's Take right. care, buddy.
1: Bye-bye.